Hello, Morongo Basin and listeners around the world online at Z1077FM.com. Here is the Z1077 local news for Friday, January 19th, 2024. In a case that has been in the system for over five years now, Arthur Davies returns to court this morning with the possibility of another trial beginning next month. Online news editor Robert Hayden picks up the story from here. Pre-trial prep has begun today for a planned February 5th retrial date for Arthur Davies, the man charged with involuntary manslaughter and felony assault of a child for his suspected involvement in the death of Parker Lee Schumacher, the one-year-old son of his then-girlfriend. Davies was also charged with first-degree murder and was found not guilty in his previous trial, but the jury came back deadlocked on the lesser charges, resulting in a mistrial. Arthur Davies was originally arrested for suspicion of his involvement in the toddler's death back in 2018. Delays and continuances pushed the trial's date to August of 2023. In that trial, prosecution argued that Davies was the only person in the room when one-year-old Parker died from blunt force trauma to the head and injuries that the prosecution's expert witnesses say was from violent shaking and injuries akin to what a child would receive in a rollover car crash. Defense argued that Parker Lee Schumacher's injuries resulted from the child pulling himself out of Arthur Davies' arms and landing on the floor of the mobile home where Arthur Davies was staying with the child. The new trial date is set for February 5th, where the case will once again be argued in front of Judge Christopher Polone. You can see previous coverage of this trial at a link at this story at our website, Z1077FM.com. Reporting for Z1077 News, I'm Robert Hayden. At this week's Morongo Valley Community Services District Board of Directors meeting, the board didn't have to look too far to choose the recipient of the 2023 Chuck Osborne Award when they recognized board president Christina Gorky as their outstanding local volunteer. Assignment reporter Gabriel Hart was in attendance to witness the district's process. While board members considered recommendations from the community, many residents recommended Buddy Stogner to be 2023's recipient of the Chuck Osborne Award. Vice President Lynn Watts nominated Stogner's wife, Tammy, because, quote, behind every strong man, there's a strong woman, unquote. However, Buddy Stogner was already the previous recipient in 2020, which was the last time the district held the volunteer award due to lack of visible activity during pandemic measures. President Gorky nominated Park Commissioner Steve Hayden. Gorky said to Hayden, quote, You're volunteering for the community by serving on the board of directors. You're also involved in a lot of the events, the sports league, and everything else, so you're my recommendation, unquote. In turn, Finance Director Johnny Tolbert, also a previous recipient of the award, nominated President Gorky, citing, quote, All the hell she went through in the first four months of this year with keeping the district running, all the ad hoc and special meetings, that woman's been through a lot, unquote. Tolbert made a motion for Gorky to receive the award, which was immediately passed 5-0. Reporting for Z1077, this is assignment reporter Gabriel Hart. One Morongo Basin High School senior has the opportunity to receive the Greenleaf Scholarship from Copper Mountain College. The scholarship provides a full ride for the recipient, covering nearly all expenses associated with going to college, including tuition, textbooks, fees, and standard living expenses like food, lodging, and transportation, while the student attends Copper Mountain College and then transfers to a university to complete their bachelor's degree. The Greenleaf Education Fund was established by the estate of F. Roy Greenleaf Jr., who came to the Morongo Basin in the 1970s and started a community bank. His arrival coincided with the beginning of fundraising for the building of what has become Copper Mountain College, and he became a major donor to the CMC Foundation. The college's library is even named in his honor. Academic excellence and or financial need are not the primary criteria for the fund. Greenleaf wanted the average deserving student to have an equal chance to receive support. 
He was particularly interested in helping students who possess a strong determination to succeed and who have demonstrated by extra effort an abiding desire to help others in school, family, and the community. Students must reside in the Morongo Basin and have a willingness to return to the community upon completion of their education. The deadline to apply for the Greenleaf Scholarship is February 21st. You can find a link to the application in this story at our website, z1077fm.com. For the fifth year in a row, busy students from the Crocheting for a Cause Club, based out of 29 Palms High School, generously created and donated 77 scarves for anyone who might be chilly and in need. Reporter Heather Clisby joins us with a look at the origins of the Crochet Club. When Lisa Solis, a library technician at 29 Palms High School, realized she was going to be a grandma for the first time, she resumed a craft habit she shared with her mother in the 70s and started crocheting a baby blanket. After bringing her hooks and yarn to work on downtime at school, the students got curious and begged to be taught. Solis soon had so many students crocheting, they decided to make it official, and the Crocheting for a Cause Club was born. You know, crochet has always been thought of, of, you know, grandmas and old lady crafts, but now it's in fashion. Uh, now it's on the runway. And, uh, you know, these kids, they want to make their clothes. They want to make, you know, outfits because they see it, you know, on TikTok or whatever. It's actually making a comeback, I guess. It's cool again. <laughs> In the 10 years since, the club has created and donated to the community hundreds of washcloths, baby beanies, and, of course, scarves. Reporting for Z1077, I'm Heather Clisby. To hear Heather's full story, which includes a closer look at the unique way scarves were distributed, along with a look at the health benefits teens credit to crocheting, see this story at our website, z1077fm.com. The Animal Action League is holding a low-cost pet clinic today where you can get your furry friend spayed, neutered, chipped, or vaccinated. The clinic will run from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. at the Animal Action League's main office at 627-6229 Palms Highway. The Animal Action League will be holding their world-famous drive through nail trim only clinic tomorrow from 10 a.m. until 2 p.m. where you can have your pet's nails trimmed for only $7 per pet. No appointment is necessary. Appointments are required for spaying and neutering and can be made by calling 760-366-1100. And finally, the Yucca Valley High School Lady Trojans soccer team hosted the 29 Palms High School Wildcats on Wednesday night for the Battle of the Boot and the conclusion of this year's Elk Cup. Coming up with a big win of 4-1 was the Lady Trojans, earning them possession of the boot and trophy until the next season. The junior varsity game ended in a hard-fought 0-0 tie. The Yaka Valley High School Lady Trojans head to Coachella tonight, with JV kicking off at 4 p.m. and Varsity at 5.30 p.m. That's our local news. Hear local news seven times a day, seven days a week at 7, 8, 9, noon, 4, 5, and 6. If you hear news happening, let us know about it. Email us at tips at z1077fm.com. Reporting for the Morongo Basin News Leader, the award-winning Z1077 Local News, I'm Jeff Harmatz.